Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Steve Lennox. NFL teams must have their rosters cut down to 53 today by 4 Eastern time. ESPN's Adam Schefter reporting this morning that the Bills have cut running back LaShawn McCoy. A full slate of college football games on the schedule on this Saturday, and college game day gets things underway after this update. Duke, Alabama, game one of a doubleheader on ESPN Radio. Coverage underway 2.30 Eastern Oregon. Auburn will follow later tonight. Both games also available on ABC TV. Friday night in East Lansing, number 18, Michigan State, upended Tulsa 28-7. Jonathan Taylor led 19th-ranked Wisconsin on the road against South Florida. Jonathan Taylor is the tailback. Cohn will give it to him. Taylor up the middle, slips through, 35-30, 25-20. Outside the numbers, 10-5, touchdown, Wisconsin. Jonathan Taylor is in for the fourth time tonight. And it's 34 to nothing, Wisconsin. 49-0, the final call on Learfield IMG College. Taylor, 183 total yards from scrimmage. South Florida managing just 157 yards of total offense. Baseball, Twins beat up with the Tigers, 13-5 in Detroit. Twins have now won six in a row. Rays shut out the Indians, 4-0. So the Twins pick up a game on Cleveland in the AL Central. Mookie Betts home run in the first inning to lead off the game, then a home run in the 15th inning. Angels survive, or the Red Sox survive against the Angels, 7-6 in Anaheim. While the Houston Astros are cruising toward October, they're in the middle of a fight for the American League's best record. Up next, they face the Brewers. Coverage begins Labor Day at 3.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. Presented by ExxonMobil and Boost Mobile. The call to post means it's time for Off to the Races on the Racing Biz Radio Network. We're talking thoroughbred racing and breeding from Virginia, around the Mid-Atlantic, and across the country. Off to the Races is powered by The Racing Biz, the independent voice for Mid-Atlantic racing and breeding. Find them at www.theracingbiz.com. Now here's your host with Off to the Races on The Racing Biz Radio Network. What do you say now? Thanks for spending your Saturday morning with us on Off to the Races this morning. A special show out here live at Colonial Downs. It's Virginia Derby Day in New Kent County. The Virginia Derby is back in Virginia. And uh, what a great race they have assembled here today. Uh, Horses arriving throughout the day yesterday for this race. Even saw Tracksmith this morning take a little jog around the big dirt oval here at Colonial Downs. We'll have so much more on the Virginia Derby today. Derby Bills picks Frank Vespi. Graham Motion is going to join us in about five minutes or so to talk about how bad he wants to win this race. Graham Motion, for all the races that he has won here, they may as well have named the Virginia Oaks after him. He won it so much. He used to even win it with the same horse twice. I think he won it some five times. He has never won a Virginia Derby while it was run at Colonial Downs. We'll see how bad he wants to win it. He's got a third of the field. Three of the nine entries will be uh, saddled by Graham Motion tonight, about 9 o'clock. Also, plenty of racing action on the understakes card, the Virginia Oaks. The first running of the Rosies handicap, the Kittens Joy Stakes, $100,000 stakes race. All part of the undercard, there will be an all-stakes pick four. That's on the Knicks Picks tip sheet. You can get on the Racing Biz, off to the races, powered by the Racing Biz. I'm Nick Hahn, sitting here. It has been a very active 24 hours on the backstretch, and here at the track as, uh, as horses have come in. But let's go back to last week. Last week uh, was Saratoga's signature race. It was the Traverse Stakes. And uh, Larry Colmus takes us through the stretch run 
of the Travers. Tacitus has been put to a full-out drive. Mucho gusto. Code of Honor is gaining ground on the far outside. Endorsed is coming down the center. Owendale in highest honors, too. They're into the final furlong. Code of Honor. Mucho gusto and Tacitus. Code of Honor has taken the lead. And Code of Honor and John Velasquez have won the run. Happy Travers. It didn't really look like Code of Honor was part of that first pack as they were going around the turn, but came wide, as many have done at Saratoga this year, and uh, took on Tacitus. Another hard luck finish for Tacitus, finished second. Uh, Mucho Gusto was third. Johnny Velasquez delivering the winning ride for Shug McGahee and um, owner Will Ferris, but for... um, for Tacitus, another heartbreak for Code of Honor. He now thrust himself into the three-year-old of the year conversation along with Will's Way, Maximum Security, and uh, makes that Pennsylvania Derby really interesting. Um, so no clear-cut three-year-old uh, dominant performer this year. It is all in a group, and it's going to be exciting to see how the last four months of the year uh, fan out. Um with uh with who who distinguishes themselves it's it's really kind of uh a mess right now in terms of no separation in my opinion among the top three or four so uh that was the Traverse stakes want to just kind of touch on the virginia derby we will go horse by horse with derby bill a little bit change uh, changing the lineup here frank vespi who is up doing the calls of uh, the the the, cl- the signal up at Timonium will be in the last segment, so we'll uh, recap the year, as this is our last show of the year, off to the races. We'll recap the year with Frank Vespi in the final segment. We'll have Derby Bill going horse by horse with us uh, through the Virginia Derby at about 10.30, and then CC Lopez about 10.20, Grand Motion right after the break. But did want to just give you a quick introduction to the Virginia Derby players, Changi, Solidify, Jay Solitude, Critical Data, Shooting the Breeze, Tracksmith, Credit Swap, English Bee, Chili in Charge. The key race for the Virginia Derby was the Frisk Me Now Stakes run on July 27th uh, up at Monmouth Park. It had three players in it, including the horse we saw take a jog this morning around the track, Tracksmith. At the rail, Credit Swap coming back for more. On the outside of him, critical data. And now here's Tracksmith cut loose in the center of the course with a clear shot. And Tracksmith is under a very confident hand ride right up to War Treaty and right by him at the 16th pole. War Treaty fighting hard, but it's over. Tracksmith is best. Tracksmith by a length. A very impressive performance by Tracksmith in the Frisk Me Now. Only a five-horse field, but it involved Credit Swap, who you heard in the call there uh, as part of the uh, Frisk Me Now stakes. Uh, He arrived very early this morning for uh, trainer Michael Stidham, who has been here all meet. And then uh, Critical Data was also in that race for uh, trainer Richard Valentine. Um, haven't had a chance to catch up with critical data yet probably won't see him until he enters the uh, paddock here at colonial downs but uh, those three horses tracksmith much the best in the frisk me now and uh with uh grand motions english b are the favorite or co-favorites together i I put them right there even in terms of setting a a morning line you're listening to off to the races powered by the racing biz we're going to take a break. When we get back, Graham Motion will go through his third of the Virginia Derby field. After the Labor Day weekend, the Black and Drew Sports Auto is back Tuesday morning with Larry Michael, voice of the Redskins, Scott Lynn from the Team 980 plus Hokies and Hoos season opening recaps. Tuesday at 8 o'clock on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. If you've been diagnosed with prostate cancer, the Prostate Cancer Education Institute of Virginia wants to help. These guys hope you'll join them in their monthly meetings when men openly discuss their concerns with others who have already been through it. 
The next meeting is September 4th at 6.30 p.m. in the Radiation Oncology Waiting Room, 6605 West Broad Street in the old Reynolds Metals Complex. For more information, visit prostate.club or call 266-7762. That's prostate.club. Diamonds Direct's most incredible offer ever is going on now. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase with no money down. How about that $5,000 designer ring for less than $85 a month? It's smart, it's easy, it's unheard of. You can even finance 100% of the purchase price. How about a $3,000 pair of earrings, just $50 a month? Fine jewelry has never been more affordable. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest on approved credit only at Diamonds Direct. Short Pump, West Broad Village. Looking to get a new kind of college visit experience? At Liberty University, we've got you covered. As we grow and develop over time, our commitment to our Christian values only becomes stronger. Experience what's really happening at Liberty with one of our daily campus tours or special events, like College for a Weekend or Experience LU. Meet our professors and students and get a first-hand look at the heartbeat of life at Liberty. For more information about visiting opportunities, text visit LU to 839-858. Again, that's visit LU to 839-858. Diamonds Direct's most incredible offer ever is going on now. Five years, zero interest financing on any purchase with no money down. How about that $5,000 designer ring for less than $85 a month? It's smart, it's easy, it's unheard of. You can even finance 100% of the purchase price. How about a $3,000 pair of earrings, just $50 a month? Fine jewelry has never been more affordable. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest on approved credit only at Diamonds Direct. Short Pump, West Broad Village. Join us all summer long for action-packed weekends of racing at Laurel Park Thursday through Sunday. Grab a bite in one of our recently renovated restaurants or step outside to get in on all the action from the post parade to the finish line. See you out on the track post time 1:10 p.m. at Laurel Park. Learn more at laurelpark.com. Hey, this is Tugach. Join me weekdays 10 to 1 on the Dan Levitard Show, now on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. And we're back live on Off to the Races. I'm your host, Nick Hahn. Paddocks are uh, actually backstretch side here at Colonial Downs. Beautiful view of the track and uh, some great racing action last night. Just got a little bit of a quick update from Graham Motion. Uh, he just needs a minute. He's looking over something uh, with one of his horses. And, you know, that's kind of what the what goes with the business here. You kind of run on nature's clock and uh, a certain equestrian clock. So uh, we'll have Graham shortly. He didn't expect it to, to take very long. But um, we'll just kind of go through the uh, at least the stakes fields here for the uh, for the races here at Colonial Downs, starting with the sixth race, the Rosie Stakes seven seventeen, uh, the post time for this race. A real interesting uh, listing, if you will, in in the. Uh, in the stakes race, four-wheel drive is a two-year-old by American Pharaoh. Irad Ortiz is named on the mount. It's kind of been a little bit of a, a giggle all week uh, talking to uh, many people that watch racing closely at Colonial Downs. If Irad Ortiz is riding four-wheel drive, eight to one in the morning line, if he comes all the way out to uh, to race just this one horse, that horse, I guarantee you, will not go off at eight to one. So uh, the favorite in that race is Jamie Ness, who is having a great meet. Uh, won another race last night, had two the night before. Uh, Jamie Ness uh, really has a lock Ness on the training title here at Colonial Downs. I think he's up to nine or something like that, and he's loaded again today. So Street is the uh, uh, morning line favorite, justifiably at seven to two in that race. The Kitten's Joy which is for two-year-olds. This uh, includes Doc's boy uh, coming out of the Stidham barn. Watched him walk the shed row this morning a little bit. Jack the Ripper is in this field. Uh, field pass will not be in this field because he finished second in the race at Saratoga. Expect him. He's not officially scratched, I guess, but that would be a hell of a turnaround if field pass uh, showed up here and ran here. So um, that kind of takes that race, that uh, 
heavy favorite out. The Quantico kid is four to one in the morning line. Look for him to be the next favorite. He was in a great stretch duel with Dynadrive on opening weekend here. Really excited to see what Michael Trembetta's horse can do um, in that field. And then the Virginia Oaks. Uh, you go right to number five. Tasting the Stars, sired by Virginia bred Bodemeister, bred here in Virginia at Audley Farm, uh, won two races on the dirt at the fairgrounds and then came back to win on the turf going a mile. They'll go a mile and an eighth today, but uh, going a mile um, in a stake at Mammoth and this is a bit of a snarly horse, uh, as we saw a little bit this morning. Likes to likes to make her own rules, uh, but will Michael Stidham has this horse ready? Uh, very impressive phys- uh, physically. Uh, Solar Kitten is is in this race as well. Uh, that sired by Kitten's Joy. Uh, Ian Wilkes has a horse in this race, but very impressive is uh, tasting the stars, and that that will have a lot of in-state interest uh, being a Virginia bred and running in the uh, Virginia Oaks. Also, um, and and then, of course, the Virginia Derby with English B, the morning line favorite, uh, English Channel sired, and um, Tracksmith um, will be 3-1 to in the morning line. We saw him take a jog earlier, so... Anyway, that's uh, just kind of summing up the stakes racing action today at Colonial Downs. Want to uh, now catch up with Graham Motion joining us on Off to the Races. Good morning, Graham, and thanks for spending some time with us on this sat- on this Virginia Derby Saturday morning. Hey, good morning, and thanks for having me. Uh, Graham, you have a third of the Virginia Derby field here. You have won countless stakes races at um, Colonial Downs, the Virginia Oaks was an annual uh, event for you just about. Um, you've won the Commonwealth Derby with just Howard uh, when it was run up at Laurel in the six years or so the Virginia Derby was dormant here at, at Colonial. But uh, you, you've never won this. You've even won a Kentucky Derby with Animal Kingdom. What would it mean to, to come down here and uh, and win this race uh, in the first renewal here at Colonial Downs. Look, it's it's always exciting to be a part of a stakes race like this um, whenever. But this, you know, I'm I'm a little partial to to this race and to Virginia racing and Colonial Downs. So obviously, it would mean a lot to me. And I really was torn about running these three horses, but I I couldn't make a case for not running one of them, if you like. And I, as much as I hate to run them against each other i just felt every each one of them kind of deserved a shot and uh, i couldn't really split them up if you like you have english b uh, i haven't had a chance to catch up with english b on the grounds yet um or your other two uh had a chance to kind of catch up with the others as they were hanging around barn four on the backstretch but uh, introduce the audience to to first of all english b what is uh, this english channel like yeah, so he's a lovely horse, great horse to be around, very kind personality, and and he's very consistent. I mean, I think both him and Shooting the Breeze have been very consistent in the afternoon. You know, his, his one disappointing race, perhaps, was the mile and a quarter at Belmont, which was a grade one, which was a very tough, tough spot. I mean, obviously, the grade ones are the most competitive races we compete in. So, look, I, I feel good about running him in Virginia. I, the turf course in great shape, probably the best shape of any turf course in the country right now so I, I certainly feel good about running him tonight how about have you mentioned shooting the breeze this one sired by hard spun uh broke his maiden on the slop at tampa by nine lengths uh and has been cashing checks for you on a very regular basis uh at various different tracks belmont pimlico keeneland Gulfstream. What does what does that say about this horse, and in uh, his spot in this race? Yeah, unlike English B, this was a horse that since I've had him as a two-year-old, I always thought he was going to be one of my best two-year-olds and three-year-olds. Um, English B was much more laid back in his training. He never showed me that kind of ability, but this horse has always showed me the ability. He's a half brother to Ultra Brat, who was beaten a dirty nose in the Grade One Diana at Saratoga a couple of years ago. So it's a very good family. Um, the mile and eight should be well within his scope. 
And we actually gelded him after his last start. Not that he was a difficult horse, but I, it just helps the horses to concentrate a little better when they're geldings, obviously. And I'd like to think that's something that's going to help him going forward. Your third entry is Solidify, sired by Tapazar. Um, this is a horse that competed in the, the Grade Three uh, Kent Stakes up at Delaware Park. Uh, had two wins. Had had a win in the Grey Cup at uh, Woodbine last uh, last October. Tell us a little bit about Solidify and the case for him. Yeah, I mean, actually, he beat Winston, who went on to to win the Belmont when he ran up in Canada last year. So the form lines are pretty intriguing. I think he put a line through his last race. He clearly didn't run his race that day. It was extremely hot at Delaware, which can notoriously be a really hot, humid um, place in the middle of the summer. So, you know, I, I hope I've given him plenty of time to recover from that race. And I think he's doing really well. And again, I, I tried to talk myself out of running these three horses, but I, I felt like they were all coming up to the race well. And I really can't pick one over the other. And I think this horse is sort of stands a sneaky chance here tonight. In the Virginia Oaks, a, a race you know all too well. Uh, Merce, I hope I'm saying this right. Marcilli, Marcella actually is the gets the rail uh, with Trevor McCarthy, who's now engaged. Uh, but uh, Marcelli, tell us a little bit about this three-year-old filly. Yeah, well, I'm glad Trevor stuck with her. I mean, he won on her back at Pimlico. I made a mistake the next time I ran her when the race came off the grass at Delaware and we ran her on the dirt. I thought being by the stallion Blame, who was a dirt horse, I thought she would handle the dirt, but she obviously she struggled that day. So glad to get her back on the turf. We've kind of waited to get her in the right spot since we didn't do right by her last time. And I think she'll really appreciate the mile and eight. She wants to be a little tricky, this filly. She can get a little hot before her races, a little wound up. So... Look out for that tonight. But, you know, she seems to be in a good place right now, and I've been really happy with her training coming up to today. And then, uh, ironically, also drawing the rail in the Rosies, uh, Torres Del, P- Del Payne uh, with Weston Hamilton aboard. Uh, tell us about this horse coming in from Saratoga. Yeah, another horse who you have to put a line through his last start. I mean, they ran that race in pretty treacherous conditions at Saratoga. I think they had a one of their monsoon-like storms um, hit the track literally as they were going to the gate. So, you know, for him, he's clearly a better grass horse. He broke his maiden on the grass. I wanted to try him on the dirt because he'd always always trained well in the, in the morning on it. But I think he's clearly a grass horse, and I'd, I'd like to get him back on track tonight. And I think if he runs the way he did in his first start, he could do. He's also another one that we gelded since his last start. Okay. Yeah, so um, five to one in the morning line. Well, Graham, congratulations on uh, on bringing so many good horses to this event. We love the support here in Virginia, and good luck tonight. Look, it's great to be back in Virginia and back to back racing. It should be a great night tonight. Thank you. Great. Graham Motion joining us on Off to the Races this morning. Look for him to have a big night. We're going to take a quick break on Off to the Races. CeCe Lopez is uh, here on the patio with us. He has plenty of experience uh, riding in races such as this, and we'll hear how he is enjoying the meet here at Colonial Downs when we come back to Off to the Races. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN is now Richmond's number one source for sports talk and play-by-play. Morning, afternoon, and night. Thanks for making us the most listened to sports station in RVA and the Tri-Cities. Attention registered nurses. Patient First is currently accepting applications for nurses. Patient First offers competitive salary, excellent benefits, and an exciting, friendly work environment. Founded by a physician in 1981, Patient First invests in its employees with continuing education, paid time off, 401k, health insurance, and more. If you're a nurse with the heart, skills, and knowledge to truly put the patient first, apply online today. PatientFirst.com, an equal opportunity employer. Driving is freedom. The freedom to keep moving, to control your destiny, and to choose your path. And now, that freedom fits in the palm of your hand. It's called Ford Pass, the only app that gives you roadside assistance. Ford Pass rewards, and now when you buy or lease a new Ford, 
earn points you could use toward flexible complementary maintenance that gives you, well, more freedom. Ford Pass, built to keep you moving. Built Ford proud. Visit your participating Ford dealership to find out about getting flexible complementary maintenance when you buy or lease a new Ford and sign up for rewards. Roadside assistance is included for certain Ford owners and available to everyone for a per-service fee. Ford reserves the right to change program details without obligations. Visit your participating dealer or FordPassRewards.com for program rules and restrictions. Ford Pass, compatible with select smartphone platforms, is available via a download. Right now at Diamonds Direct, whether you buy a $3,000 diamond pendant or a $30,000 designer ring, you can spread your payments over five years without paying a dime in interest. It's Diamonds Direct's most aggressive offer ever. Pick any item, get the super low price Diamonds Direct is known for, and spread your payments over five years with zero interest and zero down. No exceptions. Don't miss this incredible limited time offer. Five years, zero interest on approved credit only at Diamonds Direct. Sure Pump, West Broad Village. Join us for live year-round racing here at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown races every Thursday through Saturday for the rest of 2019. Our next big evening of racing will be on Saturday, September 21st for the 11th annual Race for the Ribbon Card, headlined by the Grade 3 $300,000 Charlestown Oaks. And the best West Virginia breads will square off on West Virginia Breeders' Classics Night on Saturday, October 12th. Located just an hour and a half from both Washington, D.C. and Baltimore, come check out all of what West your radio home for Baltimore Orioles baseball all season. This is Brandon Hyde, and you're listening to 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. And we're back live Saturday morning on Off to the Races. To my right, uh, to my left is Mitchell Bradley. To my right is CC Lopez, and uh, thanks for Coming out here, uh, spending some time, real interesting figure of the meet, kind of developed a little bit of a, a following late in your career here. Uh, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Thanks for having me. So um, kind of going through the meet here, you clicking down wins on a, on a regular basis here, hanging your tack here. Um, I had the opportunity of interviewing you for, for the Virginia Derby story 10 years ago, which was, I'm, I'm sure it's still a bit of a heartbreak for you with straight story and stuff, but got such a great attitude about this place. You're 59 years old, but you're, and you're, you know, with your enthusiasm, you sound like you're 17. <laughs> you know, uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about, you know, your experiences here during the meet. Oh, it's it's been really, really great. Um, I'm happy I came. Um, I've actually gotten quite used to the racetrack. Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, Tommy Vance has put me on some some horse that I've been able to showcase what I can still do on a horse. So I'm I'm happy I'm here. So uh, Thursday night, it kind of epitomizes the highs and lows of being a jockey. You get a horse scratched in the post parade when he tosses you, and then uh, come back and win on the dirt. You know, the, 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 the thrill of victory and the agony of not even p- participating in the one race. I All mean, within a half, a half hour's time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, is that how it goes in racing, the that's, highs and the lows? That's the beauty of our sport. You know, some oh, sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down, but there's always that chance that you're going to go back up again. So, yeah, that's the beauty of our sport. It, keep, it keeps me in the in the game. Yeah, you were talking about last week. We didn't really make the article I wrote on the racing biz. If you have an opportunity, get a chance to read that. We were talking about like how jockeys come up and uh, and how you even took a stab at civilian life, so to speak. And this just seemed to be the easiest thing for you to do. I mean, oh yeah, you uh, guys are working too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's completely different. I mean, I remember there was a time where, you know, you had to be on a contract and you walked, you know, you came on a track, you walked hot, you were a groom for a little while. Uh, I I ponied horses for, God, six months and I I had my day job. I galloped horses and um, I did that for almost three years before I got to ride my first race. But when my father started, I mean, if you didn't gallop horses for three years and weren't involved for five years, you didn't ride because you, you had to sign a contract. And then after that, you ride 50, 60 races before you were even allowed 
to win a race, you know, to get the experience. And if you did that, you got set down. If you if you didn't do what you were told. Yeah, lot 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 harsher and a lot more disciplined than in those days. Tell us um, right out here, ten years ago, um, straight story, and you lost two races in very different fashions by combined maybe that much and i'm holding about 18 inches between my hands right here in both races i mean your thoughts of you know running in the virginia derby when it was big purse and just just missing i mean he was right there for you i mean you know tell us a little bit about you know was, the summer of uh, 2009 it was it was it was a lot of money to see go down the drain <laughs> Um, the one the one race was pretty much event uneventful. Um, Battle of Hastings just came and got me, and he beat me. I had pretty much um, that was the Virginia Derby. Yeah, I had everything pretty much my own way, and he just bested me. But the second time, uh, Kent Disarmament, and I got into a pretty big argument after the race because it was soggy turf course that that particular race and everybody was trying to stay off the fence and so kind of he got through on the fence going down a backside and we got through and I'm and I'm cool with it because I'm just following him and uh, I'm thinking he's going to stay where he is and we're just going to go around the turn and then when we straighten away he's just going to go straight and sit down for the drive next thing I know I'm out in the 14 hole and I'm going like what the heck had just happened and I got to see Battle of Hastings come through on the fence where everybody was staying off of and uh, beat me and uh, we got back to the jocks room and Kent was going like man I'm really sorry I, I didn't mean to do that I definitely cost you the race. And I'm going like, yeah, well, how do I stay mad to a guy that, you know, apologizes for doing something that he knows he shouldn't have done in the first place? Yeah. But it was heartbreaking. It really was. And I, I can't tell you how hard Straight Story ran that, that day. Yeah. I, was he the best horse you ever rode or, or who I've would you ridden, put against him? I've, I've ridden some pretty nice horses. I mean, I wouldn't say that he was the best horse I rode. Um, I'd say the best horse I ever rode. Uh, was Gotcha Gold. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, um, True Quality was another good horse that I that I had ridden. Uh, I've ridden some good ones in my time. In your time, you've raced against Jerry Bailey and Cordero, uh, Jersey Joe Bravo, and but one That's, of the guys I wanted to really highlight was Willie Shoemaker having I, the opportunity. Uh, not yeah. to mention your father and your sons that you raced against and stuff. But uh, you know, tell us about just a little bit of that era and, and you know racing against Shoe. You know, it's legendary. I was just talking to my valet from 40 years. He came up to see me from North Carolina, and we were talking about a little bit about that. And those riders are just. They're classy, you know. It, it it's not so much what they've done in racing, it was just their whole personality. It's just unbelievable. And when I got a chance to ride with Chu, and I had heard my parents talk about, you know, Shoemaker, you know, nine thousand winners and carrying on like that. And so I got to ride against him in the Haskell the year that he rode spectacular bid. And uh, he walks in and he says, you know, he says hello to everybody. And he said, I remember your father when he came out to California to ride against me in Santa Anita. And he knew who I was. He knew, you know, you remember my father. And it was just really, really nice. I had um, that year they had like the Shoemaker magazine and stuff. Like He signed it and we talked for a little while. It was really, really great. Yeah. Some of the class of that era obviously is rubbed off on you here. And, and so we appreciate you coming and joining, uh, spending some time with us on Off to the Races this morning and talking. And good luck with, with the rest of the meet here. I, a lot of people are rooting for you. I'm, I hope you sense that out there. Yeah, I do. And, and I'm glad that I've, uh, I've been able to produce, you know, to, to perform the way they want me to. Great.
Great. CC Lopez joining us on Off to the Races this morning. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Derby Bill uh, will go through the Virginia Derby field horse by horse, and uh, and we'll uh, try and solve this, this tough race tonight. You're listening to Off to the Races. You'd be surprised how many people are doing it. What is he doing? What are you doing? Check out the podcasts of your favorite shows and hosts and listen whenever and wherever you want by downloading the ESPN Richmond app. I just hope you know what you're doing. Or online at ESPNRichmond.com. Hi, honey. Just picked up the kids. First week of school done. Maybe we celebrate with Chili's 3 for 10. Windows up or down, Sammy? Yeah, they love the crispers. And Hey, sweetie, let's practice food later, okay? Thank you. All right, got to run. Riley, stop holding your breath, buddy. Riley! Okay, love you. See you at Chili's. It couldn't be easier with Chili's 3 for 10. Starter entree and drink, always just 10 bucks. With your favorite entrees like hand-battered chicken crispers, our Just Bacon Burger, and more. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Got plans for Labor Day weekend? Do they include saving money? Because Labor Day savings at the Home Depot means up to 40% off appliance special buys. Get a quiet-running Whirlpool dishwasher that senses how dirty your dishes are and adapts its cleaning cycle. It's just $378, so you'll save $200. Sounds like a plan. See why with Labor Day Savings, today is the day for doing. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details valid through September 11th. The best jewelry buying opportunity ever is happening right now with Diamonds Direct. Pick any item, pay nothing down, and get five years zero interest financing. Imagine that $4,000 eternity band for only $67 a month. Or that $8,000 three-stone ring, just $135 a month. You can finance 100% of the purchase, even the tax. Don't miss this limited-time opportunity for the lowest payments ever on fine jewelry. On approved credit, details at DiamondsDirect.com. Sure Pump, West Broad Village. Wager on all of Delaware Park's live thoroughbred racing action every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday through October 5th. Post time is 1.15 p.m. The nearly $3 million stake schedule is highlighted by the July 6th Grade 3 Delaware Oaks and our signature fillies and mares race, the Grade 2 Delaware Handicap on July 13. Visit DelawarePark.com for more information on live racing, promotions, and simulcast schedules, or call 1-800-41-SLOTS. Always free admission and parking at Delaware Park. Heading on vacation? You can take us wherever you're headed this summer. Listen to us live anytime at ESPNRichmond.com or the ESPN Richmond app. And the morning work sessions are all over. Uh, They're now making preparations for what's going to be a great night of racing. Ten races on the card. First race, 5 o'clock out here at Colonial Downs. Come on out. Uh, it's going to be a great night of racing. The, they've been working hard. You know, the meet has opened. There's been, you know, a little bit of trying to get into the routine of things, and they've been making some adjustments, and I think they're going to be very ready tonight. Joining us uh, here is Daryl Wood on Off to the Races. And, Daryl, uh, it's been a... It's been a, an eventful meet. It's uh, we've seen a lot of steadiness, so no real surprises. But you know, the hospitality here is about the only complaint we really have seemed to have received is just you know long lines at the window, and they're trying to make adjustments for that um, with mobile tellers and and fan education and and everything else. But you know, what are your thoughts? You've been here with. Uh, Colonial Downs for two decades, and and now you're a little bit more of an outsider. These you got to join the rest of us, uh, you know, a little bit more of an outsider. But what are your thoughts on the meet so far? I think it's been uh, exciting. I mean, no matter what you do, whether you're the the flying squirrels and have a sellout on your first day of business, you're going to get crushed with lines. And the same thing here. That first that first Saturday, it was uh, just jam packed here. Um, you know, but but they've added more machines, and like you said, the, the the crowd has gotten more savvy, figuring out how to bet. They've got more tellers coming on board today, so I think it's going to be a great experience for everybody. God knows the weather; it's like a chamber of commerce day out here today. So, uh, this is uh, it's great. It's exciting, very exciting right now. Thoughts on the maybe the Virginia Derby? Uh, trying to we were trying to put some picks together, but you know we have rust on our on ourselves too after not doing this for six years. Couldn't really put it all together, but you know what do you think about the Virginia Derby? I was on a, a, a on a, on a show yesterday and and spent an hour 
discussing the nine horse field here, which I've never done before in my life. So it, uh, it it's got to be wide open. It's intriguing. It may not have the luster that a, that a million dollar grade two had at one point with Todd Pletcher and all the the big riders here, but it certainly is a a wide open race. And uh, you know, it's, it's a grade three stakes. I mean, you got to start somewhere. And and kudos as well to the to the horsemen who had the foresight to fund this race for three years up in Maryland um, and keep the graded status for when today happens. We open with a graded stake instead of an ungraded stake. So Frank Frank Petromala, Debbie Easter, and that gang for that for that great foresight. And then you you're kind of like a bridge between the fans coming here and the track management. You know, a lot of traditional. This is the way we do things in the racing business, and you got a lot of new fans in Virginia. You know, it just you know talk a little bit about you know sort of that transition of introducing fans and and to this sport, new fans, and then you. Have have the experienced track management that are sitting back working in a locality in a jurisdiction that is still relatively new to racing uh you know that's a tough spot for you sometimes it was a six-year gap so you know there's uh, it's almost like thinking about strawberry hill that's been gone for eight years now there's just no there's no tradition anymore that that's gone um same thing with being gone for six years that's why that first week here was a little chaotic with people going up to sell betting machines and not knowing how to bet going up to tellers and not having a clue and that's a bit more cumbersome that first week than thought but uh yeah, it's uh, it's just a great vibe. We've got seven different OTBs now in the state where you can play. There's four different online betting companies where you can play as well. So the experienced folks are still playing in their comfortable spots, and obviously a lot coming out here as well. But you're right, bridging the gap is probably the great three words to describe those first few weeks here. Wanted to uh, wanted now reach out to Derby Bill if if you can stick around as we go through horse by horse. Is that okay? You got I, a I, I can endure him. You can endure it. Okay. Great. Uh, Derby Bill joining us on Off to the Races this morning. Uh, We're really anxious to get his thoughts as we go through the Virginia Derby field. First off, Derby Bill, happy. I know you were named for the Kentucky Derby, but happy Virginia Derby Day. Hey, 21 years of radio, and I'm finally going to watch a Virginia Derby in the air condition. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people, uh, I'm sure you're thankful about that. He shows up in 100 degrees in a suit uh, for the Virginia Derby that one year. But uh, let's go through the Virginia Derby field here. We're going to go horse by horse. I'm hope maybe good thing Daryl's here. He might be able to help me with some of these pronunciations. I'm going to say Changi is the number one horse with Leslie Monning aboard um, G- uh, Janine Dolan is the owner and trainer of this horse. Derby Bill, what are your thoughts on Changi? Yeah, we'll definitely be changing his way late in this race for ninth place or eighth place here. Uh, his odds will probably drift up. Obviously, the long shot in the morning line was kind to him, and I'm more a 40 to 1 shot here. Coming out of the Derby, Jersey Derby, he, he did hang in the Superfect up in the Jersey Derby, but he ran at Colonial Downs on opening weekend and, uh, was not very menacing. So, uh, if you got to toss some horses, you got you got to pick a few to toss. This is one to toss. Yeah, this is one that does have a little bit added rest uh, uh, compared to uh, the other Mammoth horses. But yeah, it's certainly a long shot. Solidify. We heard Graham Motion talk about this horse. He just didn't want to throw any of his horses out. Uh, thoughts on Solidify? It's the only graded winner, as Daryl mentioned. The Grade Three is huge for the Virginia Derby to keep. Although they had to do it in Maryland, which uh, I wasn't real fond of running the Virginia Derby in Maryland, but to keep the graded three status is huge to the breeding industry. And this one ran, ran is the only one that's won a graded uh, grade three race and very dangerous as a two year old. I just uh, he's had his longest layoff of he's been off two months, almost like uh, we have been uh, from Virginia horse racing. Daryl, uh, just thoughts of Graham Motion with a third of the field here. Uh, you know, what, what do you think about um, you know any of the Motion horses? I mean, it seems like on paper this might be his third of the three that he brought with him. Um, yeah, like Derby said, Grade Three up at Woodbine here a few months, uh, actually last fall. But uh, you know, I, I think I like his other two a little bit more than than this one. 
Yeah. Motion said it was hot in the Kent stakes. He didn't really like the heat. And we get that a little bit from Motion. He doesn't He doesn't like running. Uh, he doesn't run those horses well in the heat. doesn't like to do it very often. So maybe a better opportunity here. Jay Solitude. This is a cool horse. I can tell you that from the 24 hours he's been on the grounds here at Colonial Downs or so. Uh, just chilling, listening to salsa music. They play salsa music for him uh, outside of his stall. And he seems to react to it. Uh, joking with uh, Manuel uh, Santiago, who is uh, the assistant trainer for Keneally. I think he's trying to figure out how to put salsa music over the in-house broadcast during the race. Uh, but um, really cool horse here. Derby Bill your thoughts on Jay's solitude. You can't pick them all, but this one, a uh, big closer, uh, one of two in the field besides Tracksmith to have a win coming into this race, and that's big. Five of six in the money this horse is. A very dangerous late charger will give uh, people like Mike Barone and uh, Derby Bill a heart attack the way he races. He'll come from the behind, and uh, he won't come across the finish line. He'll have to pass a lot of horses to get to the finish line, but very capable of doing it and wouldn't be shocked if uh, he has a win. I know you like the horse, Nick. Yeah, I, 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 I did something – I swore I would never do in the Virginia Derby. I changed my pick, but I'm I'm going to go with Jay Solitude, my selection in the Virginia Derby. I like the way this horse has been acting. And and that sophomore turf, that stakes-restricted race at Tampa, don't let that fool you. That is a major contributor to the Virginia Derby over the years. Critical data is uh, Battle of Morango, sired horse, uh, trained by Richard Valentine, Victor Carrasco. By the way, Sophie Doyle it gets the mount, and that would be a, a significant win in her career uh, with Jay Solitude. But uh, critical data in Irish bred. Patero won this race as an Irish bred in 2001. Uh, Derby Bell, thoughts on critical data? It's fourth straight race, switching tracks, going around, bouncing around, come across a pond to race in America, and then he's gone dancing around the whole uh, country. I think he's either homesick or he's just uh, might be a little bit tired here. I'm not using critical data. Yeah, uh, Daryl, Irish bred Patera won this race. This Virginia Derby is very similar to the first four runnings of the race. The crowd pleaser, lightning paces, Phi Beta Doc, and Patero era. Uh, what do you what do you make of critical data and just kind of the race in general in terms of the the status with two hundred fifty thousand? I think Echo Wing Derby's uh, sentiments here. Uh, first start in the U.S. Uh, had a real nice outing at Laurel uh, on the uh, turf course, but he faced Solidify, actually, in the Kent Stakes next time out. Uh, Solidify in that grade uh, three event was sixth, and uh, critical data was fourth. So I'm kind of like Derby. I think I'm going to you know, probably put him toward the back of the pack here. Yeah, he was part of that Tracksmith group, uh, in the, like you said, in the Frisk Me Now. Um, shooting the breeze, Derby Bill, hard spun. Uh, Grand Motion's probably number two horse here. Thoughts with uh, Weston Hamilton's mount. I'm sorry, 21 years, I'm stunned Daryl Wood agrees with me on something. It's just, <laughs> just stunning. Shooting the breeze, uh, Grant Motion's doing the same thing Todd Pletcher did way back in bringing three into the into the Virginia Derby, and it worked for Pletcher. Pletcher had three in the uh, the uh, big red giant Horatio Caramanis upset. His third string won the race, so it's possible this could be his third string here, shooting the breeze with an upset, too. Uh, I kind of like this horse. Uh, uh, four of the last five. If you toss a Saratoga race, very solid horse. Yeah, shooting the breeze. Uh, we got Tracksmith, who jogged the wrong way on the outer rail this morning. That's a good thing, by the way. I'm not saying for those novices that happens very often they just they go around the opposite way that they race uh, in the mornings here sired by street sense got a chance to talk to the assistant trainer here he kind of arrived on a long trip um coming down and didn't really look good coming off the trailer and but ate all of his food last night 
came out here and jogged. He's eating right now. He looked completely different in the morning. Sometimes those journeys just kind of take a little bit out, disorients him a little bit. Now on the ground, seemed to really look sharp this morning. Uh, Derby Bill, you had Street Sense in the 2007 uh, Kentucky Derby who sired this horse. What are your thoughts? Uh, gets gets Daniel Centino uh, for the first time a different rider with Tracksmith. What do you make of uh, Calumet's interest here? Nothing wrong with going to the ra- wrong rail at Colonial Downs. There's about 20 bars there, and I've been to every rail, every which way at Colonial Downs. So nothing wrong with going to the wrong rail. Tracksmith, um, Joe Sharp targeted this horse for the last two months. The only horse really targeted for the Virginia Derby early, early, Rosie Napara, yep. Napara you pronounce her last name, the real Rosie that rose uh, – Rose to fame here at Colonial Downs riding horses. Also helps train this horse for her husband, Joe Sharp. I love this horse. Uh, I'm going to have at least a Franklin on this horse to win. There you go. Derby Bill's pick is Tracksmith. Daryl, your thoughts on that? First of all, I don't. I never picture Derby as drinking rail liquor, but uh, <laughs> you learn something new every day. How do you go wrong with a horse three of five on the turf? And, and Nick, you made a comment last night at the races about jockey Daniel Santeno, and you said this is the best jockey here that nobody's heard of. So, you know, he's having a great meet, uh, might be the right jockey for the horse. Yeah, uh, certainly two for two undefeated uh, on the turf at Churchill at Monmouth. Uh, very, very worthy favorite here. Derby Bill, credit swap. Michael Stidham saw this horse this morning. This horse is a little erratic. Uh, if walking down the shed row and stuff, um, seemed to be a little anxious. So he, but, you know, very, that doesn't mean he's not fast. Uh, Trevor McCarthy gets to ride there. He's now engaged. Uh, um, you know, tell us, uh, tell us now about uh, a credit swap. Uh, Trevor's having quite a meet. Uh, getting engaged and winning races to pay for his engagement ring and his uh, honeymoon and everything. But this horse is a little stretch for me. Uh, four to one was a little bit low on this one for me. Uh, good sprinting horse. This horse will will lead the Virginia Derby for about a you know at least the first three quarter or halfway to the definitely a lot of speed out of the gate. But I don't think he'll hang late. So uh, not a good credit score from me. Okay, English B is the eight. That's the motion favorite and the Virginia Derby favorite sired by English Channel. Also uh, got Kitten's Joy on the mare side. That's another Virginia Derby winner. Certainly bred for the race. Motion's English B. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, this one's uh, dangerous. This this was my top pick until I saw the Tracksmith uh, track to the uh, Virginia Derby. This uh, The champion bloodline from English Channel, y'all, you know, saw in the breeding of Kitten's Joy, this one has the blood of both of them. I mean, if you want a wagering favorite and a crowd favorite for the Virginia Derby, this is the one. And 5-2 to two will drop on this one. I think uh, this one might go as a favorite in the race at like 6-5 to five as a crowd favorite. It's, uh, you know, both Kentucky, the, the Virginia Derby uh, connection is huge. And then uh, Chile in charge, Horacio Caramanis, first time on the turf, gets an opportunity here for Miguel Vega. He, this horse has been on the grounds. It was Chile in charge and uh, Jay Solitude in the stakes barn, uh, the first to arrive here. Quickly, your thoughts on Chile in charge. Uh, definitely deserving of a long shot tag, but we've seen Special K starting to uh, win races here this weekend at Colonial Downs again, and he's in the best form riding. Uh, we saw him ride the giant, the giant killer, Red Giant, at fifty to one for Pletcher way back, and uh, nothing's impossible here. This horse went as a dirt horse, making his first trip on the turf here out of the West Virginia Derby. So the class is there. We'll see what he see if he likes the Secretary of Turf Course. Great. Uh, Derby Bill, thanks for your picks going through horse by horse. And, of course, this is our last show. Uh, We appreciate your enthusiasm and interest in the game and sharing that over the last six months. And uh, good luck in the Virginia Derby. I'm sure I'll be texting and talking to you later. Uh, 21 years of radio, we can finally drink. (laughs) All right. Derby Bill. 
joining us on Off to the Races this morning. Daryl, just, uh, you know, thoughts on the Virginia Derby field as we wrap up and, and maybe just the meet, you know, last chance to maybe uh, talk about the, the meet on Off to the Races. Just going just gonna to be fun. We've got a uh, all-stakes pick four today on turf. Uh, that's going to cover races uh, six through nine. Got a couple pick fives. The second pick five at a 12% takeout covers races five through ten. So for the for the real handicappers and horse lovers, a couple great opportunities here this afternoon. But, you know, w- we suffered through in mid-July a number of very, very hot Virginia derbies at one o'clock start times. Looking out on I-64 and traffic at a standstill, nobody could get here. And now we're running at five o'clock today on a Chamber of Commerce afternoon should have a packed house and this is this can be a great great day today thanks for coming on and doing everything that you've done here on off to the races daryl wood spending some time with us we appreciate your professionalism and everything you do for us it's it's been what a coordinator you're a great coordinator here at colonial dance great ambassador for the place and uh and we appreciate it want to bring in frank vespi now uh who has been one of the hardest working uh, professionals talk about professionalism he's up at timonium uh jumping in on the signal and frank uh we're in deep deep stretch on uh the season of off to the races it's been quite a memorable uh, uh six months here we've gone through a lot the reopening of colonial downs uh disqualification in the kentucky derby um just uh wanted to bring you on here in in the last five minutes or so of the show and and just kind of recap uh what started on this year february 16th with sal sinatra and john marshall being guests on off to the races i mean uh it's it's been quite a season for uh for the racing biz and and off to the races um well, Share some thoughts. it has been, and you know, thanks for thanks for bringing me in here, and thanks to all the people, you and Derby Bill, and all the guests, and Matt and Mitchell at the station, and of course the listeners. I mean, obviously, it's it's all about that, and and uh, it, it's just been a lot of fun, as you said. You know, we're we're in the shadow of the wire now, but you know, we saw the the rebirth of Colonial Downs, which was fun to talk about with a lot of different people over over the months um you know we had just a crazy crazy uh triple crown season this year with three different winners and upsets and and disqualifications and you know we we're fortunate to talk about that with some really interesting people and including ron turcott who wrote the great secretariat and that was fun and Obviously, the whole thing with Santa Anita this year was a mess, and we had Tim Ritzel on to talk about that. So it's just it's been a really interesting and and uh, you know different but fun season, I think for for certainly for me, and I hope for our listeners as we've kind of tried to you know we've focused a lot on Virginia and the Mid Atlantic, but kind of tried to have our finger on some other stuff as well. Off to the races, sunsets here uh, with this show, but the racing biz keeps going uh, with with the reporting through the Mid-Atlantic and, of course, the recapping that we'll have uh, eventually on the racing biz of this meet. But, uh, you know, take us through the Preakness weekend. Uh, you know, take us through, uh, you know, the summer uh, at Laurel and, and you know, uh, some of the memories that you have uh, of this season of Off to the Races as host. Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, you know, like I said, you know, we, uh, having, you know, having Ron Turcott on for me was sort of a highlight, you know, obviously, <laughs> in a, one of the rarest of rare things, I, I told everyone far and wide that War of Will was going to win the Preakness, and he actually did. Um, <laughs> and we had Mark Cassie on, his trainer, uh, the week following that to talk about that. And I, one of the things I thought was cool talking to Mark Cassie was, you know, he said at the time, you know, people are sort of like, okay, what's next? Do you go to the Belmont? Do you do this? And one of the things he and I talked about was, Maybe in horse racing, we don't take enough time to sort of appreciate something, you know. He he sort of saying, hey, I, I just won the Preakness Stakes. This is a big, big deal. I, I don't need to think about the Belmont right now. I don't need to think about the Breeders' Cup right now. I, I want to kind of bask in, in the glow of winning one of America's greatest races. And it, it was kind of neat to to hear that from him and, 
And, uh, you know, so that was fun. And, and you know, just to get, being able to talk to some of these different people and seeing some of these horses that, that kind of jump up and, and run big. And, uh, you know, it, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, it's fun having, uh, having for example, one of the things that was cool was having Debbie Easter from the Virginia Thoroughbred Association on after a horse that she owns in a partnership with a bunch of other Virginians won on opening night at Colonial Downs. That that was a pretty neat, uh, I think, a neat moment for the new Colonial, connecting it to the old Colonial, and, and fun to talk with her. You were talking, we have just briefly, you were here opening night, just maybe 15 seconds on opening night here. Well, I think it was great to see both what's what's brand new with Colonial and also the way it connected to the old Colonial. And it was great to see some familiar faces and, and catch up with some people that maybe, you know, you hadn't talked to in a while. And, and uh, to realize that Colonial Downs, which was as dead as dead could be, is back. Yeah, that's a fun, fun place. Thanks, Frank, for joining us and off to the races. Good luck at Timonium. And, and remember, everybody, the racing biz. Com. want to thank C.C. Lopez, Graham Motion, Daryl Wood, Derby Bill, and you just heard Frank Vespi on Off to the Races. I'm your host, Nick Hahn. It's been a pleasure doing the show this season, and we'll look to talk to you next year on Off to the Races. Hi, my name is Trevor Burton. You can listen to my daddy on the radio every day. Hardly working with Greg Burton from 4 to 6 on ESPN Richmond. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. WTPS Petersburg. Hello, sports fans. It's time to travel the Commonwealth and get